Abba, that's the top. Abba, Shulcha My father was a professional skin person, personality. And he was an Uman and he was Ma'abid Oiris. And he said, Omar, he said, And he himself said, Bring Shlachin so we could sit down on it. So you see that as an Uman, he was not Ma'abid on his Shlachin. So that would be a Raya. But even Shal Uman, it's Mother. If you have boards of a balabayas, you're allowed to be metaphilic. But if it's an uman, you can't. If Arab Shabbos, you intended to use it for past to use it as a base to put, for a place to put down bread for archen, then that's if you're mazman it before Shabbos, so then that takes out, it always takes away the Isra Moksa. But you see that when it comes to Nisarim, there's a difference between a Balabayas and an Ummah. So the by us in the Mishnah, when it comes to Shlachan, should be the same thing. But no, Shani Nisarim, the couple of lies, the, the, the Ummahim are more Makvid when it comes to Nisarim than when it comes to Shlachan. And you can't compare the two Halachas. Dr. Imar Vaita, one second, please. Skins, whether they're treated, whether they're raw skins, are The only time that they said it was negeya, the halacha of avudin of whether it's treated or not was It was only negeya, the So in other words, there's no difference between treated skins and not treated skins. Um, on Shabbos, the only time it's negea whether it's treated or not is lagavei tuma. If it's treated, it's considered a kli, and you could and you could uh, and it's makabel Um And not if it's, and if it's not avudin, so then it's not considered finished or nigma malach rather, and therefore it's not there's no kabbalah tuma. But lagavei Shabbos is no different. My love leishna shalabalabais leishna shalaman. If it says it says, doesn't it? Indicate doesn't it sound like that? There's no difference between the iris of a balabayas and the iris. Just as skins are are motor. But in Avudim mentioned Avudim doesn't make a difference whether it's shal balabayas or shaloman. You let them you let them move it. We don't make any chiluk here, especially where we're trying to make chilukim, as we'll see in a second. We're bringing up the idea of Avudim, not Avudim, and we don't bring up the Indian of balabayas and uman. It's mashma that there's no difference between the skin of a balabayas and the skin of an uman. They're both motor and shav. Doctor Malloy, no, that's not true. Shal balabayas. We're discussing shal balabayas. But by an Uman, you're not allowed to. Uman, you would not be allowed to. So it's not a riot from here that you can move even the iris of an Uman. Maybe you can't be, uh, move the iris of an Uman. And we're not, um, we're only discussing the, the iris of a Balabais. So what are you telling me? I will show Uman, my, a metaphor? You tell me an Uman, you can't be metaphor? If that's true, this that it says that you, it only, that's the only chilik of Avudin and not Avudin. Why is that the distinction that you, that you bring up over here? Why don't you bring up the distinction between Balabayas and Uma? So lift, lift like lift Nebizidab. I met them where Mishal Balabayas, Mishal Uman lie, but not Mishal Uman. You know why we didn't say this? Because Kulub Balabayas, Kamari, we're only discussing uh, Balabayas. We're only discussing Balabayas. The bright, this, this issue we're discussing in Balabayas, is there a chilek between Avud and non-Avud? And we weren't b'chlas, not even on our radar screen to discuss Uman. It doesn't mean that Uman has the same halach of the Balabayas. We're not to discuss the same thing for both. Come on. 
Okay, Zatimar, Kitanoi, this is like a Machlekes Tanoim, whether there's a difference in the iris of an Uman or a Balabais, Irish or Balabais, Matatlan, Aisan, Vishal Uman, Ematatlan, Aisan. So here we have a clear machlekes in the brayso whether the iris of an uman you can be matapal on Shabbos, and I guess the the Mishnah is uh, inconclusive because since we see that it's machlekes tanoim, so we don't know who our Mishnah is going in when the Mishnah says iris is referring to balabais, or or uman, so we don't know who the Tana of the Mishnah is. Now the Gemara goes away from from this for a minute and talks about. Ex- this is an extremely fascinating Gemara, I must say. I'm not supposed to say that about Gemaras, but this is it's a very. Uh, this talks about out of out of the blue, in the middle of nowhere. The Gemara comes up over here. Where 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 does Lamates Malachas come from? Where does the whole idea of Lamates Malachas come from? It's a very surprising Gemara over here. Talking about Hagar Yasri, the Kamebayilu. This was they first were discussing Iris. These, the, this 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 Maisa was a Maisa of Rav Yosef and Rav was sitting and a Chanina Bar-Chama was by them. That's how they started off. And then they got involved with a different issue. This that we know from Perakal Gadol, that there's 39 Malachas, 40 minus 1. Kinegan me, where's the number come from? Where's the number come from? So, Amalur, Chanina Bar-Chama, Kinegan Avodis HaMishkan. It's Kinegan Avodis in the Mishkan. Chazal figured out that in the Avodis of the Mishkan, um, were these all these third malachs were necessary in the Mishkan? And as Rashi points out, we know that that the parsha of Shabbos is next to the parsha of Malachas and Mishkan. So that's how we learn out Mishkan from Shabbos, and and uh, I'm sorry, the, Shabbos from Mishkan. And just like in the Mishkan, these were malachs that were necessary for the Mishkan. So those are the malachs which are also on Shabbos. Can I go on Mishkan? So that we all know. There's another shita. Kinegin malacha malachtoi umalachas shabatayra. Abayim chazachas said if you count in the Torah, all the times it says the word malacha, it comes out to thirty-nine. And so that's what it means. Loisasa kol malacha. That's a parallel thing. Loisasa kol malacha. Don't do all the times that it says malacha in the Torah. So there's thirty-nine instances of it saying the word malacha, and so the Torah says loisasa kol malacha. Don't do. Like all the times that it says malacha, kol malacha, all the times it says malacha in the Torah, like Gemara is saying. Now, that itself wouldn't be enough. But the Rishonim speak out. L'chari, you have to still come onto the Mishkan because what it may be thirty-nine, but thirty-nine what? How do you know what the malachas are without having something to learn it from? So you still have to learn it from the Mishkan. So then you have to know exactly what we're learning out. Like how is this different than the first shot? And Tyson talks about this. It's important to see this. This is very sadistic about what, what the nature of Malachas are, what Chazal saw in the Malachas of Mishkan. Um, uh, maybe we'll discuss this uh, it's, it's later. So let's, let's, uh, let's go back to the Gemara. By Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef had the following shayla. Let's make this Gemara become even more, uh, more, not strange, more interesting. By Rabbi Yosef, he had a shayla like this. Is the following time it says Malach in the Torah part of the Cheshman? When Yosef Atzadik, when he when he went when the Ma'aseh Be'eshes Pesifar, says he came into the house Lasis Malachta. Is that Malachta from the minion of thirty nine or not? The minion who I like. So it seems like a very strange question. First he says so like well, either it is or it isn't. Like just go count to see if the Torah is um, if the Torah. If there's, if, how many malachas are there in the Torah? And if there's 40, so you know that this is not one of them, because then it says 39, and if there's 40, this, I would not consider that. I was going to explain what the question is. Amalei Abayah, Abayah asked his rabbi, he says, the lace is safer Torah, but let me. So, but bring a safer Torah and count it. 
So didn't elsewhere when they had a similar Shiloh, they immediately brought a Sefer Torah and counted it? And we don't, Rashi said, I don't know where this Gemara is. I don't know what this Gemara is referring to. Somewhere else where they had a Shiloh about how many times it says in the Torah something, and they, immediately they brought a Sefer Torah and counted it. So why don't, why don't you bring a Sefer Torah and count it if you have such a Shiloh? So Yosef says, no, no, no. My question is like this. There's two times it says Malacha in the Torah, which I'm not sure. One of them is refers to we're using for the Malacha Shabbos. The other one means something else. I'm just not sure which one. That's what I'm asking. It says by the Malachas Mishkan, it says that they brought the materials, it says there was enough and there was and there was more than enough material for the Mishkan. It says the word Malacha. So his question is like this. How do you understand it? So is that Malacha part of the Minyan also? Is this, this Malacha? In other words, we have 30 nine other times that it says malacha that we know. Then we have two sveikas over here. We have the words Malacha he said and we also have malacha. So which one is the malacha that's being used for the malachas to figure out the malachas of Shabbos? Is it Malacha he said So what do you do with the malacha that it says by Yosef? Because and then the malacha that it says by Yosef is, is not counted because the other word doesn't really mean malacha. Because Chazal say in the Sechus the Gemara says that one shot and Rashi brings in the Chumash, the he went to do his work in the house. It's a euphemism. He went to go be mezana with Eishes Paytifar. He was going to give him to his Yitzhar according to this shot. That's what he was going to do. And we use the word Malacha as a euphemism, but that Malacha does not is not we're not using it in the context of Malacha for the Malacha for Mishkan. So is the Malacha is the real Malacha, and the other one by Yosef is just last Shrach of Nichnas. He went into the house in order to do his needs. No, Yosef went in to do the malach of the house, and that malach is the good is v'hayam v'malach is a dayam. Hachi kama deshalom le'avidita take deshalom le'avidita means that the word malacha by malachas hamishkan does not refer to malachas hamishkan does not refer. It means deshalom le'avidita means the achrayis what was what they what they had to do was done. Um, the word malacha doesn't mean actual work. It means what had to what had to be done. They had to bring the, the material from the Mishkan, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean the actual malacha that was. Therefore, the word malacha is being used in a different icon. Rashi explains the word malacha doesn't mean uh, malacha means the nadava, the, the materials. And Rashi says all the other where you see the word malacha doesn't mean avoda mamish. And therefore, the Yosef's malacha is what we use for the malacha Mishkan, but not. But not this one. So Rocky comes to Shomli, I did it up. So then take a, so we don't know. Mar doesn't explain what the what the Nafkamina is and what not the Nafkamina is between whether this Malach is used for it and this Malach is not used for it. Let's hop around for one more minute the rest of the Gemara. Tanya command the Amar Kinegad Avodis HaMishkan. We learned in the Brisa. So it seems like the Gemara is is Machoikis. It's 39 Kinegad the times it says Malach or 39 is Kinegad Avodis in the Mishkan without coming on to the words Malach. Tani command Yama Kinegad Avodis HaMishkan Desanya Ain Chayavan Ela Malacha Shekiyotu Bahis HaMishkan It says Mufersh in the Brisa You only Chayav on a Malacha that they had in the Mishkan Heim Zaru Ba'atam Lo In the Mishkan they planted and you are not allowed to plant on Shabbos. Heim Katsu, they were Kaitzer, and you should not be Kaitzer. Heim Heluas HaKroshim, they lifted up the Kroshim from the ground onto the wagons to travel. You also cannot, you can't do that, you cannot pick up from things from Rishos which the, the the ground in front of the, the 
the agolis were considered rishus rabim, and you can't put it into rishus yachid. Means like just like they put onto the agolis, you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. Hey, may read us across from the We'll see all. We'll see later in Perak Azarik where rishus rabim and rishus yachid was over here. Hey, may read us across from the They took down the crushing from the wagon onto the ground. You should not take from rishus yachid into rishus rabim. Hey, may tzium They went from one wagon to another wagon. They passed over. Across him from one wagon to another wagon. You also shouldn't take from Mishus Yachid to Mishus Yachid. Okay, so that's a raya that we're learning out from Malachas on Mishka. Now the Gemara has a as a taina. Gemara says, what is this Mishus Yachid to Mishus Yachid? Mishus Yachid to Mishus Yachid. My covet. There's there. The Isra of of being of of carrying something from Rishus Hayachet to Rishus Hayachet Derech Rishus Ram through Rishus Ram, which would go from one agola to another agola over the Rishus Ram in between, would be the Isser such an Isser. You go from one, from my Rishus Hayachet to your Rishus Hayachet is not a problem, but if there's Rishus Ram in between, it is a problem, as we had in the first parak, and as we'll see later in Perak Hazarik. The Gizeh Tzemer of the Ein Metalkalim. Gemara is discussing what uh, the Mishnah had mentioned about Hatmana, about certain things which is Hatman, certain, certain materials that you use for Hatmana, whether, you're allowed, whether they're Muktsa or not, whether those things are Muktsa or not. So the Mishnah before, Mim Tesem says that Taimnim B'Shlachon and Metalpunaisim, the Gizit Semer, the Ein Metalpunaisim. You're allowed to use Gizit Semer, which is the shearing, the wool shearings, and use that to envelop and to encase the food for Shabbos. But it's Muktan Shabbos. You know it's Muktan Shabbos. Gizit Zemer is Muktan Shabbos. So the Gemara brings up an issue that we really touched upon before about um, about um, how you can make it not Muktan. And you can be Miyachid it's for Hatman. If you Miyachid it's for Hatman, it's not Muktan. The reason why it's Muktan is because in Hastam, what you use the Gizit Zemer for is for sewing purposes and for weaving purposes. So you're not going to use it for Hatmana purposes, and therefore it's Mukta on Shabbat, Mukta Mahmat Chsarin Kit. Because it's a general Mukta, if you plan on using it for something else, then during the week, use it for business, and it's Mukta on Shabbat. So if you use it for Hatmana, unless you do something, as we'll see, to take it out from its status of Mukta, so you could use it for Hatmana, but once Shabbat comes, it's Mukta, so you have to, you're going to have to maneuver to get the pot out from the Hatmana. That's what, what we were discussing. Um, um, that's what we were discussing. So Zaki Gemara begins. It's similar in the top and the bottom. In the Testament of days, Zaki Gemara. Amar Rabba Leishanu Elosh Leitaman Bahen. Excuse me. When do we say that Gizet Semer is not metalpolin? When is it mukta? That's what it means in the Mishnah. Means when if you would not, you didn't use it pre- previously for Hatzman. Leishanu Shleitam Bahen. The Gizet Semer are mukta only if this is the first time that you're doing Hatzman with it. Because the first time you're doing Hatzmano with it, it doesn't, doesn't break it out from its normal usage to be used for business purposes, which was Mokta. But if you did Hatzmano with it, if you did it, then, um, then it's no longer Mokta anymore. And the, that's the, what the Gemara is really going to come out. And the way Rashi understands it is a little differently than the way I said it. I said it uh, um, for a reason that way because of, well, we'll see why I said it that way. But the way Rashi says, at least in the Havamina, 
is that the Gemara thinks that even the first time that you do Hatamana on it is going to make it not Mukta. So this that the Mishnah says that you could be timing with it and it won't be and and it will be Mukta if those two things don't make any sense. It can't be that if you're timing with it then it's gonna be Mukta because once you're Taman with it, as it seems to be saying the Gemara, Rabbi seems to be saying, Well then the in Isa. So the Gemara is going to ask from the Mishnah to clarify this point. Okay, so right now Rabbi seems says I should have spoken that out clear that Rabbi seems to say that if you do hatmana with it, it's not mukta because you're you're using it for hatmana. Means so therefore you're being you're being mezamin it for use on Shabbos, which seems to fly in the face of the Mishnah. What the Mishnah says is that you could use it for hatmana, but but it's but it's going to be mukta. If you use it for hatmana, it's not mukta. So Amarava, why But if you were timing in it, then you could be Matapla. He was called Rabbanan Bar Yume. It was the first time he came to the base Medrash. He asked Rava. The Mishnah says, It says that you could be timing but you can't be metapal in it. You can't you can't move it. And the Mishnah goes on to tell you, so what are you supposed to do? If you were timing your 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 pot in Gizei Tzemer, so how are you supposed to get the pot out? So the Mishnah says, This is the Mishnah we have in Amaral, that says that you take the cover off, and the Gizei Tzemer falls away on the side, it's 